This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by Mattress Firm, our premier mattress provider. They provide 120 night sleep trials, so if your mattress is not perfect, they will pick it up and find you a new one. Save 10% off your order with code MMANUTS10. NordVPN, get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan, plus four months free with code MMANUTS. Liquid Web, one of the top hosting providers around. Save 33% off monthly VPS plans with code VPS33OFF. Bulletproof Coffee, power your mind, fuel your body, and unleash your limitless potential. Save 20% off with code BPMMA20. Defense Soap, everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. <laughs> hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 542. 542! My name's Ingo Michael. Matt, we're with Show. Bye, our fans, for our fans, walk the line between serious. And ridiculous. What's going on over there with your different orientation and cool lighting effects? So thanks. Sorry about language. the lighting. It's a it's a disaster at the moment. I'm rearranged <laughs> my thing because I, I it wasn't optimal before. Yeah. I want to get my son off of my work work desk. Yeah. I achieved that. He's off my desk, but I had some technical problems. So now I'm using <laughs> my shit got broken. My my mini laptop, okay. and uh, hope it sounds okay. I got I did get the mic. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, that's. There. That's all you need. It's you have the camera and you have the mic, and now you're just changing the computing prow prowess of your setup. That's right. Well, I'll work out. Here we go. How about them bears? <laughs> playing right as we bear. speak and losing fourteen to three. Monday night football is probably not a good thing for them. They're never good on Monday night. It's it's so much pressure, and you're playing in Pittsburgh. Good luck. It's a, a no-win situation. So I'll move it right along. How about those Blackhawks? <laughs> they fired their head coach uh, a little late into the season. They were one and I think they were one and eleven at the time. Like you should have fired your head coach like five games ago. So they promoted their minor league coach up. He's going to be the interim head coach. And hey, magically they won the first game with the new head coach. Weird how that works. And maybe have their best defensive game of the They season. won the game? Yeah, they only let up one goal in like 21 shots, and where they typically average letting up close to 40 shots per game. So oh. how do you like them apples? It's a little like too them. late because when you're when you've only won two games out of 14, <laughs> odds are you're not gonna win no fucking Stanley Cups. Nope. And probably not gonna make the playoffs. And you traded away your first round pick for next year, mm -hmm. unless it's number one or number two so which is weird i don't know how they got that stipulation so if they somehow win the lottery that they do for the draft pick in the first round if the hawks get the number one or two selection they get to keep it if not they'll lose whatever pick they would have had because they traded it away to get a defensive player so whatever they're in turmoil it's fun to watch not really Hey, I'll just drink. At least it's not boring. Mm. <laughs> and they're also testing out new uh, broadcasters because their main broadcaster is retiring after, I don't know, 30 plus seasons. So you have all these kids calling the games and they fucking suck ass. So it's, it's a lose lose all the way around. Still support. Still support. Mm hmm. What else is happening out there? 
Well, there was a UFC over the weekend. Yes. Can UFC. we talk about it? Or should we just get should we just get the viewer mail and just be out? <laughs> just <laughs> like, <laughs> viewer mail. We'll see That's you later. Fine. Uh, uh, so yeah. Well, what'd you think about the? We didn't talk about the pay per view buy rate. Dana White yeah. was saying it was really good, kind of off the chart. And he, uh, and he, I'm gonna say you're asking me my opinion. Four fifty. Yeah. Ooh, I think it's gonna be way higher based on his opinion. I'm going to guess eight to 900,000. Okay. He said this year, they're going to break their own uh, record for pay-per-view buys, which seems crazy. Right. What's the record? Do you know the number? I, they, they're not going to say that, but. And Perfect. I don't think he's going to say that. Any t- we're going to break the record. What's the number? I don't know. <laughs> it's really <laughs> big. We it. did. We did really well. Uh, that's like a Trumpism. I know. <laughs> really, really good. Hey, Mackenzie Dern was in attendance, just in case you're keeping track uh, at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta, sometimes you got to keep a score. Let's see how banned we can get from all of the platforms. Because <laughs> God forbid you show like some titties. Oh, you can't put an ad on that. Sorry. And then let's see if we can get a copyright strike this week. Usually good for one every other week. Okay. Perfect. Uh, let's what do you let's, let's start with the main event: Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. That's the fucking main event. And did you do you know why it started first in a pay per view? Uh, I have no idea. I was about to ask you that because that was the best fight on the card. Do you yeah, know that? it was. Yeah, it was because uh, Trevor Whitman was coaching three of the fighters, and he went three for three. Yeah. He said he wanted to have more time with the main event and the co-main event. So that's why he wanted to move this fight first so he could get this out of the way and then just focus on his other two fighters instead of like having to focus on three fighters, like boom, boom, boom. Like that makes sense, but it's just weird to put this fight. So did it deliver? What happened? Yeah, I was stoked. You know, it kind of ruined the rest of the card for me, to be honest, because I was so excited. And round one, I, that shit was a barn burner. I mean, they were beating the living shit out of each other. Um, there was no wrestling. They were just, I think there was some leg kicks happening from Gage. Lots of leg kicks. Softening up the leg nicely to the point where Chandler had to switch up Southpaw at some point, I think in the third round, maybe. But, uh, uh, so that was exciting. Round two, um, I think didn't Chandler get leveled with an uppercut? He was, Gage was yeah. fine in that, like, yeah, upper, underneath uppercut. Um, and you busted up Chandler real good. Yeah, and um, I, I want to say, I think Chandler might be the fucking Terminator, right? Because he just kept walking forward, hands down, just like, fuck it. I don't care. Hit me more. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, between round two and three, Gaethje sits down. Did you hear what his coach said? Mm-hmm. He, he's like, that whole fucking round, you tried to kill him. Put it on his neck. Put it on his neck. I'm like, I don't know what that means. What does it mean, put it on his neck? Maybe he wants to punch him in his throat hole. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> they're all fired up, you know? Uh, and then uh, round three or four, there was that Chandler tried to slam him, right? And Gaethje yeah, and yeah, yeah. grabbed the leg and was able to take his back instead. Yeah, you like Gaethje flipped out of it uh, yeah. in the way down, and kind of weird because why is Chandler going for takedowns now? Oh, didn't like the stand up. He did not. That's... He was not winning that. Um, I had the fight. 30 27. I don't know. The first round maybe was a was a tie. I, yeah, I mean. But... The right person won. Yeah. I think the fans won. That's what we all wanted to see. And that's the thing. Both those guys, you're going to get 
excellent fights. And Gaethje, like, how many fight of the nights does this guy win? How many fucking bonuses? And another fight of the year contender for both those guys? Like, holy mm-hmm. shit, man. He, the, those are the fights where you just you got to appreciate what you're seeing here. Cause there's not many of those guys left that are willing to just put it all on the line and go out no. on a shield, win or lose, you know, like whatever yeah, they, happens. They happens. delivered. Definitely those are old school. Yep. So I appreciate that. I love it. I don't know who, who the fuck to match these guys up next. I think they're talking about for Gaethje. He, he may get the title shot next. Cause you have, Poirier and Oliveira fighting shortly, I think in December. So, yeah, well, Chandler is, is calling out Conor McGregor on Twitter, trying to get some. I'm action. fine with that. Chandler will beat the fuck out of McGregor. He wants to fight him in 2022, and I, I kind of like that too. I think that'll be solid. Yeah, that's what we need. And none of this takedown shit. Let's just, nope. if you want to, if we're going to fight, and anybody who fights McGregor, I think you need to keep his standing. Because you yes. have an unfair advantage when you go to the ground, but you know a lot of people want to take shit to the ground. So, did you see the fight, the post-fight picture where they both got sent to the hospital? Nope. Yeah. Do you have, do you have you, it? Yes, you could kind of see the damage that uh, Chandler is wearing. Dang, why is Gaethje in the hospital? I think just precautionary measure because they both took a lot of uh, shots, but uh, Gaethje's not wearing as much damage. Just a busted-up lift lip a little swollen nose a little under the eye chandler your face is a fucking mess <laughs> just the whole thing is a puff but i can respect it it's gonna be crazy to go be a doctor and like have these fuckers come in the hospital <laughs> yeah. they're just like, like oh fuck there's a ufc this weekend Holy they're so shit, happy we <laughs> how many guys are you seeing that's a good question like what's the average per card of how many guys go to the hospital i bet you it's more than you think it's probably mm-hmm. like six or eight guys at least, maybe 10. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they have their own doctor there that's doing like the basic stuff, the stitches yeah. and bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then you got to send some guys out. Put them in the body bags. That's right. Let the paramedics sort them out. <laughs> they can. <laughs> oh, my God. Enrolls the meat wagon. <laughs> yep. Yep. You talk about Usman and Covington next. I guess. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, this fight, I I wanted it to be more and it just wasn't, I I was, you know, around for one, I I think uh, Covington regained his composure halfway through the fight and Usman was beating the shit out of him, Mm -hmm. but the pace was really slow at some points. It was really boring. I think like round two, there wasn't hardly anything going on. Um, It felt like a sparring match at times, you know? Yeah. I do. There's no intent to finish Mm-mm. in this fight. And no. it's just, it's like a, a slow war of attrition. Like I'm going to give you a little bit of cyanide in your diet, like every day for like three years versus just taking a gun out and shooting someone. If that analogy makes sense. It's, there's just, I, I don't know what it is. I don't like watching Usman fight. I don't like watching Covington fight. I think it's these high cardio guys without a lot of power with the exception Usman does have the power, but he's not knocking people out all the time. It's just, it's weird. And then you look at the streak, you know, I want to post this up of Usman here. He's 15 and 0 in a UFC. 
uh, one shy of tying Anderson Silva for the longest winning streak in UFC history. Fucking Anderson's at 16, Usman at 15, and then 13 is Holloway, uh, Demetrius Johnson, John Jones, Habib, and GSP. That's weird. I would, would not think that of Usman, right? 15 win, 15 win streak. That doesn't sound right, but I guess it is. No, and you know, the, I do have a problem with this, though, and I'm not discrediting his record. I'm just saying Dana White said he's the greatest welterweight that ever lived in the UFC. And I have, I have to ask you this question because I, there's someone I'm thinking of specifically that I would say argues against that. And I, GSP, right? Yeah. So how, how is this all of a sudden he's better than GSP? I don't understand. <sighs> That's a good question. I'm gonna, I know I had a question. So GSP has beat the likes of Bisbing, Hendricks, Diaz, Condit, Shields, Koscheck, Dan Hardy, Tiago Alves, BJ Penn, John Fitch, Matt Serra, Matt Hughes, Matt Serra again, Matt Hughes again, BJ Penn multiple times. I mean, he goes way back. And then we have uh, Usman, Covington, uh, Masvidal, Gilbert Burns, uh, Covington again, and Masvidal, Woodley, Dos Anjos, Damian Maya. I mean... What do you think? Like, I, I don't. It's record. apples and oranges, and here, here will further stamp this. So, Aaron Brossister put the stats out as a defending champion. So, look at the difference here. GSP title defenses ten rounds one thirty five rounds lost four finishes one. That's a problem. Significant strikes landed eight seventy two. Significant jab. strikes against three forty three, and I think three hundred of those came against Johnny Hendricks. Remember. He took all of his punishment in the yeah. one fight. It's 57 takedowns, three takedowns again. And, and then you go to Usman, five title defenses, 13 round one, four rounds lost, three finishes, significant strikes landed 496. And then look, but look at how close that dis- difference is between the absorbed and landed. He's got 392 absorbed, 496 landed. GSP 343 against three or 872 landed. And I felt like Usman was doing that against Covington. He wasn't scared of him and he was willing to take shots to to, to give mm -hmm. some. So yeah, but he's taking it looked like he's taking unnecessary shots. Yeah. Just because he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So he needs to be a little smarter in his striking defense because if you if he starts playing that game, he can get knocked out. Yeah, GSP was smart with how he approached the game, and I, I think it's it's disrespectful to GSP to even say is Usman. I don't even think Usman's in the conversation yet. Like you still got to win, and win against quality competition, and mm-hmm. win more convincingly, not a fucking sparring match. I mean, you can argue the same for GSP as far as like, did he finish people? No, he didn't. But it was a convincing win for sure. And this yeah. is just kind of like, eh. So I, I don't see it. I think it's just, again, it's the uh, grudge that Dana White holds against GSP. And he wants to promote the current fighter. Like, this guy's the greatest of all time. It's like the Joe Rogan thing. Oh, this is the greatest fight I've ever seen every fight. Right? Like, no, it's not. This is the greatest fight you saw tonight. Not ever. Your fucking <laughs> memory sucks. Like, what are you talking about? He's like that fish from uh, freaking Nemo with Dory or whatever. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just keep swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. That fight didn't really do it for me after everything that happened earlier in the fight with Gaethje yeah. and Chandler. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I agree. Uh, what else? Rose um, Namajunas. Wei oh yeah. Zhang. Yeah, I mean, same story. It right? happened. Yeah. It happened. Wasn't surprising. No. She did a little better this time around because she didn't get fucking shut off. True. Um, Rose was talking about on uh, the MMA hour, I think yesterday or even today, that um, she wanted Carla Esparza rematch as her next fight. So I don't know if they're going to give that to her or not. Well, Dana White was giving Carla Esparza shit in his post-fight press conference saying, well, she shouldn't be waiting around for a title shot because she's probably not going to get it. So Jeez. I don't know why he doesn't want to give her the shot. It doesn't seem to make sense because she's got a win over Amajunas and she wants to get that one back. So yeah, you might, you might as well make it. I don't know. And then the only just two other fights on the card I want to talk about. Fucking poor Frankie Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> poor Frankie yeah. Edgar versus Marlon Vera. He gives him the old front kick to the face KO. It's fucking. That's just disrespectful. I don't think you're supposed to be treating legends in the sport this way. That was the same, what, Anderson Silva on Vitor Belfort mm -hmm. and Leota Machida on Randy Couture. Like, yep. you, just, you just don't do that. And someone clipped a good picture of what his face looked like, and it's fucking horrific right when the strike lands. So I'll share this with you. Like, look at that. Oh, Jesus. Does that look like Frankie fucking Edgar? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like what the fuck? No, that's dude? disrespectful. It looks man. like that com that that comic uh character guy from the books that from what that weird looking dude. Ah, uh, what the hell is that? Mad magazine? Oh yeah, yeah. Alfred E. Newman. Yeah, yeah. Nice. The encyclopedia still works. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to have that magazine back in the day. Yeah, Mad magazine. So nice. Um, yeah, that's disheartening and. I think people are asking Frankie, are you considering retirement? He's like, I'm going to be fighting until I'm on my fucking deathbed, man. That so, might be sooner than he thinks at this point. Well, looking at his face, right? It's going to be like tomorrow at this point. Uh, I don't know. Shaved five, ten years off his life from that front kick to the face. Uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And what was the other one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jean Vallant. He was fighting oh. at heavyweight and he got retired and he got brutally KO'd. It was like a spinning wheel kick. And then this happened. I have a partial share here. I might have to play this twice because Twitter likes to just autoplay when you show up. But got the guy like spinning wheel kicks him and then fucking does his flip butt drop. And then this guy was dancing and jacking the house, Chris Barnett. So good on him. He didn't. He, his body sure as fuck doesn't look athletic, but he sure <laughs> as shit is. He's like one of those football dudes, those yeah. linemen that can run a forty and four five, four sure. four. It doesn't make sense, like, but somehow like, it works, right? How are you three hundred pounds and you can run that fast? I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand either. But fucking <laughs> a man. So we had that going on. Uh, what else is happening out there? Unless you have anything else to talk about for uh, for the card two sixty eight. Yeah. No, no, I do not. Um, I wanted to talk about UFC 269 for a second because okay. they announced this on the pay-per-view and we have uh, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena to um, 
headline the event. And Leon Edwards and Masvidal are also on that card. Mm, like that. And Cody Carbron and Kai Cara France. Kai Cara? Kai Cara France. Anyways, so looks like it's going to be a good one. That one is uh, potentially watchable. I think it's first or second week in December, something like that. So. Yeah, I like it. I'm just exception of the Nunes fight. But again, I don't know who the hell you match Nunes up with at this point. View get you, get you in there. The win the winner gets uh, cyborg. That's a fucking a lose, cyborg lose. trip to, trip to Hawaii. That's oh. a lose lose. <laughs> hey, speaking of her, good transition. How did I know? I'll bring it up. I bring up she cyborg. fights this weekend. Oh. <laughs> Talk about another squash match. <laughs> the cyborg versus Kavanaugh. That's not going to work out well for her. <laughs> it's just no. Not. Holy fuck. You got a couple other fights. Vassal's fighting. Pico's fighting. That's about it. Pico? Yeah, Aaron Who the hell Pico. Is Pico. That wrestler dude that they keep hyping, but he's had a couple two tree losses. Brutal. So we'll see what happens with him. Did you see Slap Fight signed with Triller? No. Yeah, so apparently we're going to start getting some slap fighting. And they said, I, apparently they just recently started doing some drug testing, so they're testing for steroids. In the slap <laughs> fighting sounds, championship? Yeah, that sounds like the most ridiculous thing I've heard. Uh, we, we're going to need to test for steroids in the slap fight. You do that for pillow fighting too? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll see what comes of that. Maybe Jake Paul... A little slap fight action. I, he, like I don't know if he's part owner of Triller, but he's definitely fighting for them. You don't know what else is happening out there? Uh, well, we got the scariest man on the planet versus the Iranian Hulk fighting in uh, February. Did you see this? Uh, no. This this thing. There's the uh, scariest man on the planet, and then if I can get zoom out of the way. Here's the. Oh, that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. They're going to be doing a little celebrity boxing match. About three seconds of cardio. It'll be a slobber knocker for three seconds. April, uh, sorry, February 4th is is when this is happening in London. I like weird shit. Yeah, the, the combined weight of these two fuckers is probably 800 pounds. So it's. (laughs) (laughs) And they're they're not fat. There's no fat. It's just muscle. Crazy. I like it. Here's a little nostalgia tweet for you from Ryan Hobbs. He says, how cool is this? Glover Teixeira was at UFC 66 when Chuck Liddell defended his title for the final time. Almost 15 years later, oh, there he is. Glover wins the same belt. I love this sport. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. We'd always heard about him. We were talking about that. We'd always hear about him, but never could see him, right? Nope. And then another quick hitter, a uh, little bare knuckle fighting championship. Interesting outfit from uh, Dustin Page. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How is that okay? I don't know. It's bare knuckle fighting championship. You can do whatever you want. Nobody wants chick, to see this. No, I'm not even looking at him. I'm looking at how enthusiastic this chick is for it. It's too much package action in one shot it's yeah. like offensive i don't know what's... <laughs> so offensive <laughs> like dude come on man nobody wants to see this no oh, fuck 
Uh, I don't know what else. What else you got? I think I'm tapped on uh, news stories. Okay. Well, remember last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about Julian Lane was asking Mike Perry, who just signed with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, if he wanted mm-hmm. to bang bro. Well, Mike Perry responded. He said, I don't want my opponents to want to bang bro. So it sounds like <laughs> he's out. I think he said something. I might be a little homophobic, but I'm out. <laughs> hey, man, it's whatever. You can do whatever you want, say whatever you want. And I'm going to see if we can go with a copyright strike right now. So this is uh, Canelo after his win this weekend. He had some interesting things to say, and his translator didn't translate everything. So we had to call his translator out to say, hey, I said more and just say the rest. So we'll see how this works out for us. <laughs> I don't know how loud it's going to be. Que el decirme esas palabras no era un significado para mi mamá y se disculpó. Right. Y le dije que no se preocupara, que somos hombres al final. Copy, y aquí right. se queda todo. Well, we're men at the end. He wanted to still fight me. He wanted to still continue. And I told him, there's no shame. We had a great fight today. Uh, of course, he came up on top. Ah, and then, and then. Do you say it? Okay, no, he did say, he did say that, uh, he, sorry about, you know, the uh, incident that happened yeah uh, the you shut up. yeah i'm sorry about that motherfucker incident that happened i don't know what the details were but hey credit to that guy on the showtime pay-per-view for just letting it fly like that like he's like can i say that he's like yeah he just did it, it. it. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, like hey man go ahead and finish off what i said okay. so good on him i like that mm-hmm. let's do a little tweet of the week I don't know what I have here. Oh, here we go. This is from Super 70 Sports. Mr. Spock set the phasers to God damn. What was I talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. I can support My that. Chick recipe. looks a little aggressive, though. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> like, it might be painful. Yeah, that's aggressive. And then it's the same like this chick. She's super aggressive. This is Edgar Allan Ho on the Twitter. It's like, everyone has a favorite position. Mine is butthole. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I can respect that and could probably get behind that. Let's do a little ask the nuts. This is a little Chris Cyborg action. She poses this question. She's like, I'm confused. Nunes' next opponent is two and two in her last four fights and on a one fight win streak, her last two opponents aren't even signed to the promotion anymore. If she's the GOAT, why isn't the UFC making the big fights for the fans? They're protecting her. <laughs> well, yeah, and who else is she supposed to fight? That's the problem. Well, they can't I, recruit I think... anybody. The Cyborg. Do it again. Yeah. Well, Cyborg was winning that fight until she wasn't. <laughs> That's I always say that happens. every time. <laughs> okay. All 10 seconds of it. Yeah, well, I think she lasted longer than Ronda Rousey, so she got that going for her. That's true. And then I got to ask you, what do you, what do you make of this outfit that Colby Covington was wearing? So, greetings, one- nerds and virgins. I like the color; it's kind of cool, but I don't know about the nerds and virgins part. This looks like something I would have made in seventh or eighth grade when you'd go to those stores and take fucking glitter and spray it on a sweatshirt or something yeah like what what are we doing here doesn't this guy have more money to afford a quality suit instead of 
whatever this is that he's styling and profiling in. <sighs> I don't know, Ingo. He, he rubs me the wrong way. I kind of like it. <laughs> it's all yours. I'm going to buy that for you for Christmas. Oh, Jesus. It's probably a $1,000 suit. We don't even know. <laughs> Maybe more. It probably is. Some <laughs> special designer. It's Banksy. He's doing fucking suits it's now. like ten grand for that thing. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, Real Convict Donald says, uh, what did you think of the Holly Berry gun show? She was doing the ceremonial weigh-ins there. I mean, sure. Yes. And what else? Oh, here we go. He's got to follow up. It's like, check it out. Kobe Covington gets the skanks and Usman gets Holly Berry. He gets a little kiss on the cheek. How smoking hot is Holly Berry? Pretty hot. Yeah, I, I got to pull the close up on her because there's a high def pick. Let's see. Yep. I'm ready. 55 years old. You can go. Looking good. Why was she there again? Just uh, do like some of the ceremonial shit. And then she also put the belt on Rose when she won. Okay. 55. She was, like she was in that, that one movie with uh, freaking Billy Bob Thornton. That's where she was. He did some shit to her on film. So that's, that's all I can say. Speaking <laughs> of buttholes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Real convict. Donald on Twitter. Uh, what word would you use to describe Joe Rogan's outfit? <laughs> Fuck, man, he looks like some weird East Coast bro yo boy type thing. What's happening with him? I think Dr. Ken said it best when he said, gay. It's the cap. What kind oh, of cap? Yeah, it's it's everything is wrong about this. The sweatshirt is too long. You can wear pink if you want, but that 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 the cap right maybe if you had a white ball cap it might look cool right like not that fucking what is that you should thing be wearing a baseball hat that's what i mean yeah like a white baseball hat or something. yeah he's or... like a caddy or something or a taxi driver or a guy that's delivering newspapers or something it's like this isn't the 50s dude i don't know he can wear whatever he wants. he's got fuck you money apparently <laughs> he dresses like it <laughs> he's like i don't care exactly i don't give a shit i do one pay-per-view every four months and i'll wear whatever the fuck i want Oh, and this is a, another real convict Donald Twitter. He said he won all his bets at UFC 268. Took my advice. Justin Rose and Camaro. But I think that's a that's a safe bet. He's like, seriously, what would be your most satisfying parlay win ticket to be with any three fighters? That's a good question. Grand Victoria Eldrin? That's like Illinois Eldrin? Yep. I think so. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. Now hopefully you made a bank on that shit. Uh, I would like a, a little Gaethje, a little Mark Hunt. And who would be a good underdog? Well, to Mark win? could be a, yeah. Because that's where you, if you can get one underdog in your parlay, holy fuck, then it's like exponential. A good underdog to win? Uh... I don't, who the fuck did I win big on? Oh, I remember when. DC fought Stipe the first time and DC was a huge underdog and I fucking bet bank on him and made a ton of money. Okay. So like, oh, he's going to fuck him up the first time. And he did. Yeah. And he was part of a parlay. It was a three, three fight parlay. So I hit him on the single bet and then I got, there were three fights that were supposed to happen and one of them got canceled. I think it was Ortega was supposed to be fighting someone on that card. And then whatever the, 
co-main event was i bet on and win but i paid pretty nice i think it let's just say i paid pretty nice how's that okay and got any knowledge for this week i do let's put on my ice cube i um watched the uh, eternals over the weekend the new marvel movie yeah how's it I went, I took, I went with the kids and they loved it too. I, I thought it was really good. There were parts of it where I was a little confused. They jumped around in time a little bit and didn't explain a few things, but uh, as well as I thought they could have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here, the Eternals, it's got your, our boy from uh, uh, yeah, freaking Silicon Valley. Silicon He's Valley. In there. Out. <laughs> yes. So uh, I, I think it's a pretty solid film and I'm curious to see where they're going to go. Here's, here's uh, Rob Stark. Right there yep. on the left, and then uh, Angelina Jolie's in it too. Oh, nice! Um, it's a fucking how many Eternals are there? It's like ten. Yeah. yeah, something like that. It's a good story, and you know, it was it was. I don't know. I like it. I think it's something different than what we're used to seeing, and the yeah. special effects were fucking solid. So it's been a while. I don't think I've been to the movie theater in like a year, maybe more. Mm, yeah, and it was it was nice to go. We went to this place over by me where they have like little recliner chairs. It was matinee, cheap. You know, it was like comfy just kind of mm-hmm. hanging i'm like this is like yeah, that's cool. the only way you like, go now like in my living Recliner. room yeah it's perfect yeah. <laughs> it's awesome so uh what else should i share oh i, I bought that call of duty How, oh yeah that. yeah pretty, How is pretty it? decent it's decent there's it's weird because there's lots of tweaks you have to make like i'd, I'd sent you that one video and uh, just by making those tweaks so i should be in the top two or three people per game and i'm not there for whatever reason i'm at the bottom i made those tweaks instantly moved up to like top three just from making those tweaks no other Hmm. changes Hmm. and i'm such a a dork i like to just use the like the whatever they call it the long machine gun or a machine gun with multiple rounds i don't give a fuck if it's not the best gun in the game because i just like to lay down suppressive fire (laughs) <laughs> you know i like to just shoot through the walls and just sit here and just spray and pray that's and, awesome uh yeah it's working out okay so far so we'll see but there's so many tweaks as far as like just the gameplay settings and then once you start going to the guns and attachments because all the attachments like this one's got positive and negative so it's it's hard to find like where's that sweet spot because i'm not not going online yet to read anything else about like setups and what's the best setup i just sometimes i want to just figure it out and mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck about the kill death ratio just am i having fun or not i'm like yeah i'm having fun now they got like this thermite grenade so you could throw that and it just like sparks off on people and it's like a sticky grenade too so if you hit someone with that it'll just start sparking off and you'll get a kill or two off of people which is nice because the grenades yeah. are nonsense i don't like using no it's world war ii style right is it yeah it's old school real old school kind of shit because you i don't even think that they have a rocket launcher that you can shoot down like the uavs the uavs are just like a biplane or like a single engine airplane that are flying over you huh cool so that's why i use the machine gun too because i'll i like to shoot all that shit down i'm a team player (laughs) <laughs> and then i throw out the uh ammo boxes too so people can yeah. uh, reload everything and smoke them out I like to smoke that's the game out. huh yep pretty fun i haven't Sounds tried like the zombies fun. yet though because i don't know the last one had that cool um like open world zombie 
action. I don't know if this oh, one has yeah. it. Well, speaking of zombies, uh, Game Pass has Back for Blood, that Back, back to Blood, Back to mm-hmm. Blood. That's a zombie killer game I was messing around with over the weekend. So I, if you like that kind of thing, it's more third person, but it's kind of a fun, free thing you can download. And then the new Forza is coming out, which that's what I'm looking forward to. I feel like with the Call of Duties, the last one, I played it a little bit, and then I'm like, God, I suck. These people are way too good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's happening. It's, but... it's not fun. No. So I like, I'm old. So I like Forza driving around in the city you. doing shit. I want to play that Call of Duty, but I feel like I have no time. To, you have to devote like a couple hours a day to get good at yeah. it, I think. So, well, I'm not going to win in any like gun versus gun battle. Like I have to be more camped out and just spraying, like holding a point. That's what I like to do. Hold a okay. point because I'll play a domination, but trying to run around and gun. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it ain't happen. You're damn right. <laughs> Holding a point. Hey, uh, was, I got one more for you then. Okay. Oh, hey now. This guy's Let's... like, what the fuck? Yo. Hang on, I gotta open my screen. He says, <laughs> So that line between your titties don't stop? It just keep going all the way to the cat. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here, man? That's he funny. ain't lying. He ain't lying. That's crazy. I don't know what's going on. Do you have a lot of tweets open on your screen? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. It's all like, what is it, about 20? And I think I closed about five on the way. So, yeah. I think that's all we got for this week. Oh, I didn't mention what was coming up this next weekend. There's one more thing. Uh, UFC this weekend. I forgot to mention that. You have that Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez fight. Oh, yeah. And who else is on there? Is there anything else interesting? Ben Rothwell's fighting. Felicia Spencer. Song Yadong. Come on now. And we talked about that, Max Holloway. I think Max is going to piece Yair up like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. Let me shut down. Well, that has been this week's edition of MA Nuts. My name's Ingo Weigel. Matt Grubbett, thanks for playing. 